why is it so hard to share your story on social media? For those who are listening to this podcast who have a desire to express some of the hard things you've been through or some of the lessons you've learned, and you want to do that through social media platforms, today's episode is going to be about why that is so difficult. And the reason is negative emotions don't have a, quote, look. Let's get started. Hey, this is Beandrine, formerly known as, oh, good Lord, we don't have time for that. This is My Self-Worth is a Size Zero, a podcast brought to you by Embolden Label. Here, you'll turn your negative inner dialogue into a goal-crushing identity. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you let someone see you from the inside out? That's what I thought. I've noticed through the past month or two that when you jump on social media, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or whatever else, I don't know, there's a million platforms out there. So whatever you're jumping on, I've noticed that there are a lot of people sharing their stories. And a lot of the stories that people are sharing are really hard. There are stories of losing a spouse. There are stories of losing children to cancer. There are stories of high conflict divorce. There are stories of um, kids whose parents passed away at a young age. I mean, I could go on and on and on with the number of sad stories that I saw over the holiday season. And I guess it's not really probably connected to the holiday season. Although I think that because we are told that that season is supposed to be joyful, that the things that you take in that are sad are more sad during that time or are harder to to look at and not just feel for those people in a, in a bigger way during that holiday season. I know for me, I have a girlfriend who lost a, a very close family member un- unexpectedly or suddenly um, a year ago, and this was their first holiday without him. And it's just excruciating to see someone that you love or even sometimes someone that you don't even know going through the hard stuff over the holidays. And perhaps you are someone who went through your own type of grief, your own type of yearning um, over the holidays. And that can be just wanting to have a deeper relationship with someone who's really close to you or should be really close to you that you just have a rub between the two of you and you can't quite figure out how to resolve it. Um, And maybe you're even taking too much of the ownership to resolve it. So anyway, over the holidays, I was noticing two specific accounts that I follow and two specific accounts that I love. Both of these individuals are sharing hard things. Both of them have been through an incredible amount of grief over the last, gosh, I I would almost say 20 years. And um, one of the gals that I follow that I'm mentioning posted a video, and, and I believe it was an old video, I'm not quite sure, But it was of her, it was sort of a montage of her sobbing in different videos and and really an emotional video. And behind that emotion was a very emotional song. And so it really captured me when I saw it. It was really heartbreaking and hard to watch. Um, And I remember the time where she started going through what she described in the video. And that was... Um, a season where she was a single parent, really struggling, not knowing how she was going to make ends meet, um, and, and really the hardship that surrounded that, how every day was a struggle to get out of bed, how her kids kept her going, um, and a number of, of things that she went through. 
also in that video was sort of her story of revival and how her life has um, resolved. So she talked a little bit in that video. And, and by the way, when I say talked, I just mean writing. So if you've seen videos like that, where there's an emotional song, there's a, a video that accompanies that song, and then there are words written in the video. So during that writing piece, um, she also expressed that she's remarried to a fantastic person. She runs a thriving business. She has massive success, and she can't believe that her life has turned out the way that it has. And, you know, I relate to a lot of her story. And that's one of the many reasons that I follow her. Um, in addition to the fact that I'm so happy that she has come out of such a hard season. And I'm really on a similar journey. And so it's, it's hopeful for me also that I've worked through a lot of my own hard stuff and that my journey is continuing to resolve as well. And that I'm getting to experience some of those same feelings of success, feelings of overcoming, feelings of resiliency that she's sharing. But it got me thinking about how she posted these very old videos of her crying to capture this moment where she could share her story and how meaningful and and purposeful those videos were. Now, I am not someone who like snaps a picture or puts a video on when I am like falling apart. And I have to tell you, I I had weeks that I lost due to um, overwhelm and emotional breakdown. Um, and I'm talking for like 14 years. So 14 years of my life, I had highs and lows. I was in toxic relationships. Um, I was single parenting, battling a difficult co-parenting relationship. And, you know, I think it's life, right? Like whatever it is that you are dealing with right now, you have your own specific grief patterns. You have your own specific hard things that you're dealing with, your own specific stresses. And I don't know what those things are, but I know what mine are. And I know that for a really long time, I felt like I couldn't handle it. I felt like I would have to express those emotions because I was feeling so much and it was so overwhelming at times. Now, I made a really personal choice to, to, um, I guess, decide to feel all of that. And trust me when I tell you, it was not fun and it was not easy. Um, there were a couple of different times where I tried different prescriptions to to alleviate some of the depression symptoms or some of the anxious symptoms. And those tended to not work for me. And they also numbed me in a way that scared me because they made me have um, ideations that I wasn't comfortable with that I knew weren't who I was. And I didn't want to become dependent on those things either to a point where I stayed in a situation that was so toxic for me simply because I had made a bad choice or simply because I didn't know how to get myself out of situations like that. And I share this because I think it's such a tragic thing that's happening in our world that we are, we really are more encouraged to numb our negative emotions than we are to heal them. And we are more encouraged to stay in toxic relationships because it says something about us than we are to um, to jump out of a situation that was a bad situation or was a bad decision and we have the rest of our lives to live. And this is this is a hard conversation to have, right? There are moral beliefs, there are spiritual beliefs, there are 
um, a number of reasons that we feel like we have to stay in a season of negative emotion. Perhaps if you are feeling crushed by somebody in your life, it's not someone who you can just divorce or it's not someone who you can just cut out of your life. Maybe it's someone who raised you. Maybe it's someone who has been your best friend your whole life. And even though they are so hard on you, they also are critical for your the good in your life. Now, I know that sounds bizarre, but we all have someone like that, that we love dearly and who also really makes life challenging for us and makes us feel bad about ourselves. And you know, it's interesting because I shared at the beginning of this, there's another person that I follow and they have been posting very different um, content. So while my one, uh, I'll call her an influencer that I follow on social media is using these videos of emotion and expression and writing kind of the good that's happening in her life, which to me there's like a disconnect almost um, because though the emotion captures your attention, it, it doesn't really land the same because the verbiage is is joyful, right? The, the verbiage is saying, I got through this, um, which is great, but there's some kind of disconnect for me. And then this other influencer that I follow, she's been posting a lot of posts about her story and about 2023 being the best year yet. Um, and all, again, all great content, all really beautiful stuff and inspiring stuff. And yet her words or writing don't go with the kind of joyful um the pictures that she's posting are they're they're fluffy they don't they don't have a lot of substance because she's talking about really hard things and so when you see a picture of her and and it's like a sassy photo of her and then you see these really extremely difficult things that she's walked through there's also a disconnect there. So I was thinking about this this morning and I wanted to sort of lean into why we get so frustrated with social media as a culture. It's amazing because we are all in it. We are all are on it rather. Um, and maybe you aren't. And if you aren't, that's great for you. And I'm glad you follow your gut on that. Um, but if you are on social media, you are aware that you get on and you scroll through and you kind of catch on up on what your friends are doing and and you follow your favorite influencers, maybe it's your favorite author, your favorite speaker, your favorite business owner, leader, whatever it is. And you have this, you have this kind of um, difficulty in that we are matching an image of ourselves with words that we are writing. Now, some people don't, some people just shoot up pictures and some people, um, you know, just put up writing with like kind of generic photos. Um, and sometimes I think that that's how it was supposed to be. You know, when all these social media platforms were designed, they were designed for one purpose. So for example, Instagram, when it first came out, although I was not on it, um, it was meant to just put up pictures. You weren't supposed to have any more context than just photos, which if you think about it, it really lends itself to the idea that you're going to be putting up the best of your life. Like without context, you're not going to put up a picture of yourself sobbing. Um, you're not going to put up a video of you like under your pillows, not wanting to come out from the day. Um, but then all these social media platforms started competing with each other and started adding in similar 
um, abilities or capabilities that the other platforms had. So now we have this challenge of I need to put a photo up and capture the attention of the people that are following or the people that we want to know what we're what we're putting out there. And then those words have to be kind of congruent with that photo. And I was thinking about how these two people that po- that were posting over the holidays, how how they landed differently for me and how the expression of emotion um, did help me sort of like land harder on the video and like focus more on the content. Um, but also how that feels almost exploitive of the emotion that we're feeling at the time. And emotion is something that is organic. We feel in the moment, we feel in the now. And so I think it's really inorganic or inauthentic to snap a picture or video of yourself in an emotional moment. But I also think that most negative emotions and most positive emotions don't have a look. They are not something that you can just look at someone and see that they are going through something. And so our emotions are really expressed through our words and through our verbal expression. We have the ability to describe what we're going through and say what, how we define that expression. How does that emotion affect us? What did we experience or what was said that made us feel the way that we were feeling? And so I was thinking about how, you know, if I look on social media and I see the photos and videos that I'm describing in today's episode, I would say that they either express joy and happiness or they express um, sadness and hardship. And those emotions are probably highly inaccurate and very limiting. Um, Because the truth is, if I read the words that were written in association with those videos, whether they be videos of someone crying or pictures of someone being joyful, I see that there's a lot more negative emotion and a lot more life experience being shared than a picture can possibly capture. And this goes back to The reason this show started in the first place was that you can't look at somebody and hear one or two things about them and have a clue as to who they are. Um, We all are sort of wearing this price tag on the outside of us. And these manufacturers tags, the ones that we're wearing on the inside, are details of our lives that most people will never have um, have the the desire even to see. I hate to say that, but I do think that many of us don't really care what's deeper and what's underneath, you know, who somebody is and why they are who they are. And I think that this is why we are really feeling disconnected as a culture. I think that this is one of the reasons that so many people get frustrated with social media platforms, because we feel like we're not getting the authentic piece of somebody. And the truth is our culture has leaned in and almost relied on this as if it's how we are social. It's how we are connected. And if you think about this, my favorite influencer can post a video that is 15 to 90 seconds long. And I may love this snippet of what she has to say, but it's just a tiny, tiny snippet of the brilliance that she has within her. And yet here I am 
on a social media platform looking for content that's 15 seconds long. And this is really limiting our depth of connection. So this is why community is so important. This is why being really known and really heard and really seen is so important. And yet so many of us don't feel like we have that. So many of us are yearning for a community where we feel safe and respected and listened to and, um, and really understood. And so if you are listening to this episode and you are feeling like, oh my gosh, you're right. There is this limitation of what we can put out there on social media and how we can connect what's really going on in our lives to those images. Know that there are many emotions, particularly negative emotions, that do not have a look. So I want you to think about what does insecure look like? What does abandoned look like? What does grudging look like? What does shutdown look like? What does frustration look like? What does irrationality look like? What does shame look like? What does confusion look like? What about loneliness, distrust, worry, entitlement? There are so many, and I could go on and on and on. There are so many negative emotions that we can't look like. And so if you are feeling any of those negative emotions, there is healing needed for those negative emotions, oftentimes to even be able to begin sharing our story. If you are listening to this and you are wanting to get more connected, you are wanting to be a part of a community that understands that you are in a life transition, you are rebuilding your sense of self-worth, your life, your relationships, your internal wiring of not being able to think positively during a time where you are being negatively affected, shoot me an email and just write the word beta so you can be a part of our new community, the Emboldened Community. And um, I also have a brand new journal that I am putting out that will be available very soon that's for the 2023 year that will give you an idea of are you thinking positively or negatively about yourself? What is the label you would attach to yourself and how are you working through those labels? How are you overcoming that sense of self-worth? How do you identify yourself? So shoot me an email. Um, If you wanna be part of the community, go ahead and write beta. And if you want that journal, I'm gonna go ahead and make it available now. And um, so just shoot me uh, that email and say, I'd love to have the journal or something of that nature and I'll shoot it over to you. And my email as always will be dropped in the show notes below. And um, that is B at emboldenlabel.com. That's B-E-E at E-M-B-L-D-N label.com. Thanks for being here today and have an awesome day.